Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson and the Swanee clears his pipes because we still do that on Friday morning, even though it's not hump day. It's hump day, Swanee and friends. Hello, Dane Swan. Hello, Samantha Richards. Good morning. Cleaning your pipes means something very different, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that my boomer sort of a bit outdated? Yeah. 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 I got in trouble once when I said about something. It'd be weird if it came out of your mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know you guys got me in trouble a few weeks ago when I said something about it in the rack when I was referring to going to bed. Yeah. Yes. So there we go. Hey, um, so, uh, hey, what's happening, Dave? So much is happening, actually. Heaps. Flat out. Fucking <laughs> flat out. Um, what, do you, what do you reckon? Absolutely nothing, mate. Absolutely nothing like everyone else in the state. Um, yeah, fuck all. How'd we go today? What is it? It's um twenty past nine Thursday, 14. Friday morning. Yeah. So we're, we're, we've mean? delayed this because we're just all about our people. Absolutely. And there's no I point doing tips on Wednesday. Not anymore, no. No. <clears throat> no. I actually probably should have a quick look. <laughs> <laughs> Done your research. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, because I like to have – I actually like to see the um, market and that before. I don't – particularly check where the games are being played, but mm. there we go. Mm. Have you right, seen? I'll do that. I'll, 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 I'll whip that up in the two-minute break we have between this one and the punting one. Sure. Um, have you seen, Dane, that there's a, a new front runner for the Collingwood um, big job? No, I haven't heard that. You've been very busy in lockdown. I didn't think you would have um, had time to read the paper. Um, Brad Scott, what are your thoughts? Is that, on... does, anyone get, does, anyone, does anyone read a paper these days? <laughs> Well, you, you were stuck on this a bit because you 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 were still transfixed last time we did a pod Completely. together about there was a uh, there was a TV guide still there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but how do you read the paper if you're not allowed to leave your house? Well, a lot of people get it delivered, Dane. I get it delivered. There you go. I knew. I knew. Uh, Ralph would, I knew. Uh, I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. You like the old man? Yes. Um, so you old man and Ralph both read the paper. How could you ask the question? Well, I get the Herald Sun delivered well, every day and I get all the papers on the weekend, but I've subscribed to this train, so that's what I get from my news source. What do you what do you how subscribe long to? How long, does it take you, how long does it take you to read the news in the morning? About three and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, I subscribe to Twitter. That's where I get all my news. <laughs> Twitter is handy sometimes. It's not always factual, but it it's is. entertaining. Well, I wake up in the morning and like oh, I follow official like all the beat writers in the American sports and anything, everything that I have an interest in, I would follow some kind of person, like media person or something on Twitter. So I just Do you pay for the athletic? No, I don't pay for anything. I'll happily take <laughs> you it. You pay for everything you watch, though, not read. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what about you, Sam? Why pay something that I can't do well? <laughs> but you're practising Netflix. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> I like that one, Dane. What about you, Sam? Do you subscribe to anything for your reading news? I don't, but but I've not thought really thought about it, to be honest. I've never had the paper delivered. <coughs> not that I don't want to. I, I do read the paper when I go. If I go to a cafe or go out for breakfast, I'll grab the paper, especially if I'm yeah. waiting for a takeaway. Yeah. Absolutely, you read the paper while you're waiting there. Mainly sport, though, Ralph, to be honest. Imagine this time. Remember this time last year where they had to take away the papers from the coffee shops because you could catch COVID reading the paper? Absolutely. Contagious whilst reading. Fucking experts. Medical experts. They're just geniuses, aren't they? Absolutely. So, so what do you we're think? ahead of them. What do you think, Dane, of Brad Scott as coach of Collingwood? Um, I think he'd be very good. He was a very good assistant for me. Um, no he let me do what I want. <laughs> Never, ever get sick of that. <laughs> Um, no, he was very good. He was very knowledgeable. Coach, a very unfortunate team in North Melbourne who weren't very good. So, but he, he got the best out of them. Got them to a couple of. Did he, did he get them to a couple of prelims or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is? Yeah. So, um, no, he, he'd be a very good coach. Now, whether they go for him or not, I've, I've got no idea. Whether I still don't know whether they go for an untried coach or um, obviously. A, a respectable, well-known one like a Brad Scott, or they try and bring in like a young assistant to help grow with the young side. Got no idea, but um, it's a tricky one because with the board situation and stuff, like um, I guess the coach, whoever the current board pick, the coach would probably want to know. Well, if I if you pick me in, like if you if I accept your head role, if I accept your coaching position, then you get the ass as the board is the board that's coming on still happy with my decisions. So it's a tricky one. So that's why they need to get all their ducks in a row. But, um, but yeah, Brad Scott would be great. Um, might him give me a job. <laughs> Self-interest. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you said you follow US sports. I was just thinking yep. if, 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 if we, as in we, the AFL, looked at sport like the US do, there would probably only be four people in the market, Lion, Pike, Voss and Scott, because they like – People have come through who have already coached, as opposed to trying and uh, the untried for big. Yeah, class. yeah. Um, well, they, yeah, yeah. That's correct. But I'm not, I'm not convinced that that's the path they're going down. But once again, I don't have much of an idea. I tried to stay out of those things because they haven't asked me to have an opinion. So, um, it's if I've been asked to go on the coaching board process. But um, yeah, listen, if, if I go. Yeah, yeah, the ninety third. I am. If you go for a um, tried coach, well, you know what you're getting, I guess. But like I like I've said previously, I guess um, the supporters and fans will expect results straight away. So, mm. like, if you get Clarkson for some reason, somehow they get Clarkson or Ross Lyon or some. In I guess the supporters' head would be like, well, we've got a 
experienced coach. We've got a coach who knows what he's doing. We expect to turn around in one or two years. You know, we expect to be playing finals. Where if you bring in an untried coach, you would be like, okay, well, let's give him three or four years to develop with this young group. That's the way I would see it. Mm. But, but at the same time, at Collingwood, such being such a big and powerful club, supporters and myself, I guess I'm a supporter, expect <laughs> success. Now, success comes in very many different ways. So, but being in the, what are we, the bottom four or something like third bottom or something like that, that's, that's, I think we all understand that's not acceptable. So we have to be playing finals or at least attempting to play finals when we're rebuilding, I guess. So <clears throat> that's a conversation that the people who are choosing the coach have to have. But, but the answer is yes, Brad would be a great coach, I think, if he wants the job. Um, he's been in the Collingwood system. He understands the pressure and scrutiny that comes along with being in Collingwood. So he would, he understands what that's like, but um, <clears throat> you just we just don't know until they make a decision. Which I would suggest they would make they would have to make a decision in the next, you know, just as the season's ending, so they can get straight in and get the the place cleaned out or do the list cha- the list changes whatever they need and get ready for the draft or the, the trade week, whatever it is. Um, I know we'll get to our punting one part too, but as far as reviewing last week, I'm sure our listeners want to know. So just a bit more meat on the bones because I think at one stage you, you you tweeted out, you know, hook this ball movement to my veins. You were actually enjoying the fact they were taking the game on even though they didn't get the win. Yeah, it's very hard to type so much shit out in one tweet. So I was like, <laughs> I'll start off like I can't be fucking in this. It's too hard. I had baby going mad and I was just trying to write like a couple of full serious tweets about the ball movement. I was like, oh, I can't be fucked. <laughs> Well, I'll speak about uh, it now because I'm sure people want to hear it. You want it now? Um, oh, well, we're just we're obviously not still very good, um, but it's at least they're at least they like I said, well, like I've said on this podcast many times, at least they're going down fighting instead of like just chipping the ball around half back and getting beaten by ten points, thirty to forty. You know, at least they're moving the ball and trying to take the game on. And yeah, we don't have we've got a lot of young kids, and it's nice to see them actually being able to. Um, you know, play on instinct and play um, the talent they've given instead of, um, you know, rotting their brain away by just listening to a certain instruction, which is quite boring for the fans. So um, we hung on for probably a bit a bit there. But, um, yeah, so it's just it's disappointing that I thought I'd have a chance because Richmond, the Richmond game the week after, the week four, complete opposites. But, um, yeah, when it's not quite there yet, I think that's blatantly obvious. Um, but like I said, it's, it's nice to see them turn the ball over, attacking, then turn the ball over, just doing nothing. So, so yeah. Because I thought uh, of a, a racing comparison, and tell me if I'm wrong, but there's a good saying in racing that, that slow time holds form, but fast form, fast time doesn't. And what that means, if you go going flat out, you find out who the really best horses are, but sometimes if you're just jogging, this is in race tempo, and a horse will dash home, you think, oh, that looks good. But actually, they're not much good. They, they just sort of run home lately. And what you're basically saying is if under full pressure and trying to take the game on, you're actually learning more about kids rather than just trying and playing a lockdown game. Exactly. Um, and it is time to play kids. We obviously can't play. We've obviously known we're not going to play finals for a while. <clears throat> so now it's just I think they've brought in three, three young kids this week. Um, so you get a look at them. Fans go look at them and it gives a little bit of hope going in the back half of the year instead of just playing the same. And it's just football's unfair in the fact that if you go and shit, if you're older, you get 
moved out. It's just whether you're playing good footy or not, it's just the unfortunate part of footy. It's not fair, but that's just the way it is. You bring in the young kids and the fans, not that they can turn up because um, we're obviously not allowed, but, you know, watch it on the telly. You can actually you actually turn the telly on and go, oh, let's see what these young kids are like. Instead of going, oh, well, fuck, we're playing the same blokes. We're probably going to get beat. What's the point in watching? But you, you turn on to watch the six, seven, eight first-year players and go, well, let's give, see what these kids have got. And, you know, they might not have it. And you go, well, fair enough. Or they might go, you know what, he's actually got something. He's he's got six or how many games left, five or six or something like that for the rest of the year. Um, give him the next four or five, get, get some development in him. Another pre-season and we'll be a step closer to being back to where we want to be next year. So, um, and the other thing is just starting to figure out, um, you know, the team chemistry. Like it's starting to look a little bit better. The con- you know, connection is a very big word in, the fo- in football, but the ball movement between the mids and forwards, I guess, and the backs, um, start to develop that a bit more. When you start to play more footy together, you start to understand how you like to move the ball, you know, what side of the body, blah, 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 where you like to run, all those kind of things. So, the more they can get in, the more they can get of that into the young fellas. That you would hope are going to play 100, 200 games together. Um, the quicker the the turnaround happens. Oh, good stuff, Sam. Uh, have you got Olympic fever, please? I have got Olympic fever at the moment. I didn't think I would this year, but um, being in lockdown and um, running out of things on Netflix to watch, we have. Seen... You must be the only one. <laughs> what watching the Olympics or running out of things to watch on Netflix? Well, Bob. Watching the Olympics, I haven't heard. Maybe because I don't read the papers, but I wouldn't even know it's on until you tw- and you until you text us last night. Well, this is the weird thing, Dave. <laughs> Officially, the games don't open until tonight. The official opening okay, ceremony well, that's is tonight. I seen it. And but what, so, how do they play games? You brought up a good suggestion that um, so far the Ollie Roos and the Matildas and our softball team have played, but and then also today the archery and the rowing is going ahead. But the, the games haven't opened yet. So do they count? This is the confusing thing. Why don't they um, open the games earlier then? Well, it's always know? two weeks, isn't it? So, I don't know, maybe spreading out for COVID or because the the, the the grounds, they don't have enough room for the grounds or you can't back play six games of soccer in 14 days because it's too much on your body or the archery. I'm, I'm not sure why. Um, you, I'm not, you could probably, I don't know why that's a stress on the body, but... I don't, I don't know either, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the actual reasons are. Maybe just to get some qualifying out of the way or I know they're, they're playing the games that no one cares about um, early. <laughs> Maybe. Well, here's my other you. question. I you, here's I'm... my other question for you, Dane, some wisdom if you could shed light on this. Uh, you're playing for your country, so you can only play for your country if you are a citizen of that country, right? So Australians are playing for Australia. That, that makes sense. Yeah, Argentinians are playing for Argentina. <laughs> Um, Argentina, our Matilda's coach is Swedish. How can in the Olympics, I understand like on a national stage when you're looking at national teams like soccer is or whatever, we get the best coach. How come at the Olympics we can be represented by a coach that's not from our country? Not that we don't want him to, but the Matildas just won their game against New Zealand convincingly. Now they go up against Sweden, but our coach is Swedish. So wouldn't he, there be a conflict of interest there? Yeah, well... I would say so, yes, very good point. I would imagine all our gymnastic teams are probably coached by Russians or something like that. Um, water polo. Um, are you stereotyping? Yeah. Oh, I heard, I've seen it on the radio. <laughs> I've seen it on the radio. Um, 
Sorry. Radio. Well, I have one. I just do want to give one um, um, shout out, though. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's just very, it's very. Um, that's a fair point because not just standing up there, getting winning. The, the coaches, coaches would get a gold medal, wouldn't they? Uh, coaches. Very good question. I think so. No. Well, I guess maybe not. Maybe the team coaches do, but like the swimming coaches don't because it's an individual mm. like event. Like the your coach in the hundred meter freestyle isn't winning a medal, is he? No. Or she. Stand by. New York Times. The, the Olympic Games do not award medals to coaches. But New York oh, professional who- award events do. So there you go. Okay, well, there you go. So um then who cares? Like <laughs> it would be weird if like you're a Swedish um coach and you standing up winning an Australian gold medal, that, mm. yes, I think would be weird and probably need to be looked at. But if they don't get awards, unless they're playing the Swedish side in the final yeah, and he books the best players or he plays, you know, 10 men, 10 women on the field instead of 11 and uh, throws the game for them, then, yes, there would be some a deep dive into that. But, um, but if you don't, don't get a medal. I guess. Doesn't matter. Actually, well, got- half-brother to that question, actually, yeah. Sam, because mm. you opened the door there. Mm. Should, should AFLW coaches be women? Interesting question. Dane? I think only one of us are women. Uh, yeah. I, I, no. No, no because then – Absolutely not, because then you would say, no, all AFL coaches have to be men. Well, you look at the, look at the NBA, they've got women assistant coaches. So yeah. could you imagine um, the uproar if – no women were allowed. And then there will, there will be eventually one day a, a female will be an assistant coach or maybe a head coach in the AFL. There has so, been an, an assistant coach. Peter, oh, sorry, I forget go. her name, P-E-T-A. Uh, she's been an assistant yep. coach at St Kilda and Hawthorne. Yep. Well, there you go. So it's um, it's unfair to have only women coaches in the Correct. in the Waffle, W-A-F-L. And, um, <laughs> Not the Waffle. AFLW. Waffles in Western Australian football league. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> AFLW is in the waffle. <laughs> well, my take is the same as my waffle take on everything. Dyslexic. With yeah, well, I don't. My take is the same take that I have with everything when it comes to gender bias. Is that the best person for the job should be awarded the job, no matter whether he or she has a penis or not? Absolutely. Um, oh, I completely at agree. the time. At the time, I um I would like to give one Olympic shout out, if I may, to a young man by the name of Marco Tilio who played last night for our Ollie Roos. Um, yes. This guy, he has been playing um for Melbourne City, I believe, in um uh, our soccer down here. He wasn't even on the Olympic squad at all. Last minute injury woe meant that he got a call up. He wasn't in Tokyo. He was back in Sydney in lockdown, but his passport was in Melbourne. So he had to um, call one of the staff members from Melbourne City to break into his apartment in Melbourne, get his passport, send it up express post to Sydney, hopped on a plane, went to Tokyo. He was on in the second half, not even 90 seconds. He ran on from the bench and scored a goal for us. Which I think deserves a round of applause. He wasn't in part that of the something team. something about prep, though, doesn't it, Dane? Oh, exactly. Prep's overrated. My word, it is. Completely Just overrated. Like podcast. And his life could change from now, from not even being selected in the original squad to running on from the bench, intercepting a ball and hitting the back of the net. So, so we beat Argentina, eh? So, 
Yeah. But mate, it's a fucking incredible effort, like, to beat the likes of Lionel Messi and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, incredible stuff. I don't think Lionel Messi played um, against Why Australia not? last night. Well, they, they, you know what, oh, 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 there's some soccer experts listening to this and you know what they're thinking, you should stick oh. to epidemiology. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, well, why didn't, uh, <clears throat> got to be able to pronounce it, to be good at it. Um, why, did, why did Messi play? Look, no, I, They I, just won the Copa America, didn't they? Like the second biggest, third biggest tournament in the world. you think they'd be flying on a high? It's like a very good effort for the Socceroos to beat um, Argentina. Well, it wasn't actually well, the Socceroos. Well, whatever, this is the thing. whatever the criteria is, whatever the criteria is, the fact is it, it, it's a much bigger sport for Argentina in a much bigger country than soccer yeah. is here. So it's a huge effort. Oh, it's got to be one of Argentina are a powerhouse, but they've got the world's greatest ever player. Um, all of them playing the top flight around the world, and I must be paying forty bucks to be the likes of, of Argentina who have just won. Um, they've never America, beat, They've never beat them before. But in, uh, just to clarify, it's not actually our Socceroos. I had to look this up last night. The Socceroos what? are our national team, correct? <clears throat> yeah, but well, wouldn't the national was... team play for the playing in look? I was national. Competition. I was also bamboozled. However, it is our Ollie Roos, and they are our under twenty three side, not our full strength what? national men's the, side. The, the pretzels coming. The pretzels. Coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, move on. Um, <laughs> move on. And, and move on. just on that Olympic topic, though. But I'm oh, sorry. Just one thing, Dane. Um, do you are you comfortable barracking when you haven't got a bet on watching the Olympics, or does it sort of throw you a bit? I won't be watching unless I've got a bet on. Well, <laughs> I just thought, man, we got the we got the men's four hundred meter individual medley tomorrow at eight oh two. Today, uh, Seto from Japan's dollar fifty seven. Put him in a multi, Ralph. Aren't we? <laughs> Put him in a multi, exactly. And, hey, and- hey we got Adam Peaty, the men's hundred breaststroke at nine fifty five. He's a dollar oh six. He's a multi builder. Yep. Yeah, just yep. another one. Um, yep. Sam, have you got a, a chat about uh, the uh, John Coach chat to uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk? No, are we referring to the fact that she went to Tokyo? Oh, you, you've you've missed it. All I've, right. I've missed so, it. Yeah, he, he he put her back in her box publicly, and and oh. now t- Twitter's gone off because it's mansplaining. Another one of their made up words. Oh, I don't think he should have said what he said by the way, but mansplaining is a complete made made up word. Um, are you mansplaining? Mansplaining. I am. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So we got lots of messages. So rather than us crap on in lockdown because we can't come up with anything of, of any interest, our listeners have always risen to the occasion. From AJ, is there a full-time gig on morning radio at Kiss FM for Swanee? Pardon? <laughs> Are you in line for a full-time gig on morning radio on Kiss FM? No. No, not at all. In fact, Okay. Oh, I was just getting a drink. Yeah, I was just getting a drink. drink. <laughs> so uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll no, no, absolutely not. Why? Why do you ask? Well, I didn't ask. AJ asked. Is there a full-time gig on Morning Radio for Kiss FM? Uh, not anymore. I think uh, Lauren Phillips has got it. So was uh, there a change? Was there? Was that? The yeah, one? big change. Um, oh uh, yeah. So I think. I was also, I'm a required breakfast radio um, <laughs> person on Monday morning. <laughs> you, know, you get to sleep in again. Oh, man, especially quite well. You know what, you know when they, they rank me, I don't have, I think it was after, I didn't ring me, after my tweet, I don't know, I used the word cunt, but it might have just been completely <laughs> 
Conversation with them privately, or are you just um, letting this all out publicly no, on the they, podcast? Not one of them. Not one of them has, has messaged me or spoke to me. So <laughs> I'm just. I'm happy. To, I had no problem. I actually like. I got along well with all of them. Um, I don't have a problem with them at all. They're they're very fun to work with. And if they ask me to come back on a Tuesday to Friday <laughs> or Monday <laughs> after nine, I absolutely would. Um, but they got in. They got in first. But. Um, and, and do they talk, talk to you directly or do they go via your manager's manager? Quite weird. I haven't had, like, I, at least I would have thought I would have got, like, from even one of the hosts, like, hey, mate, thanks for coming on. Thanks yeah. for your, your time. But no, not, nothing. So I must have been a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, so, Dave, you know, the two, two and a bit years we've done this, I, I can't relate to what it's like to being out there on the ground and being a champion footballer. When it comes to being a required person on radio, <laughs> talk to Ralph. <laughs> We're in the same territory here. So anyway, you're not going to get a phone call from anyone when you're a segment guy. I don't want a phone. I don't, I don't really care. But I, yeah. I, was, I thought I had a good relationship. I even just I would have gone, "Hey, mate, thanks for coming in. See you when I see you." But um, listen, it was I don't know why I took up the Monday morning thing. I was just silly, like it just, <laughs> and especially with. Well, the NFL's coming up soon. I love my Monday morning, just sitting up, having about eight multis going, and I'll play fantasy and stuff like that. It was just, and it, it ruins your Sunday, it ruins your weekend because, like, I like the UFC on Sundays, like having a like a couple of drinks, long lunch time, and then just like in the back of your head, I'm like, "Fuck, I've got to get to bed early here," and then then I don't. Can then you believe the pressure he's under, Sam? Oh, it's mate, it's immense. Mate, and- so, in future reference, if any of these out there wants me in radio, Tuesday to Friday is completely fine, or Monday after nine. Like I couldn't, I can't get up at six a.m. Monday mornings. It's it's no good for me. So you um, prepared to do breakfast radio between ten and twelve? <laughs> no, I could do. I, I could do after lunch. There's <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not much going on after lunch. Say two to four. Um, so I get up at five thirty to do my racing podcast on Monday morning. So oh, don't mate. text you. No, oh, mate. Well, listen, and like I said, I'm, the only reason I'm up that time is when I'm still up. 
Now, so, um, to be fair, it was a nice weight off his shoulders, mate. Because geez, mate, sleeping in Sunday, Monday morning, not having to get up and and um, try and think of content, it was uh, it's good because you know they, they ask you, oh, mate, you know what's happened during the week and stuff like that, and obviously ask the personal content stuff like that. And I was like, fucking wrapping my brain thinking, right, what can I turn into something funny now? I just have to be dumb again and just just talk shit on here. So. Um, <laughs> So I'm a required segment guest, guest I guess is it? Is that what you would call me? But um, but yeah, I had a good time on that. Um, so if anyone is looking, um, available. Yeah, not Monday, morning, not Monday mornings, but um, yeah, I wonder if it was not turning up, turning up drunk, or I don't know. I don't know what it was, but we didn't get a um. We, I don't know. It is what it is. Um, I'm but, not but can I can I channel season one? Can I channel season one when the big man had to pick you up from a lunch to take you to a sportsman's dinner? And and he said only you would have got away with it. Not only that, then the feedback was it was the best I ever had. Did you not quote if you if you get Dane Swan if you want Dane Swan? Oh, you, okay, get Dane yeah. you do absolutely. <laughs> I, I got like I got some feedback. Like it was more you know you got to when I was there like stand up. I used to sit down, so it's 7.30 in the morning. Um, <laughs> so stand up and well, project yourself, I guess. It's a little things. With Tate, uh, he's, he's gone for a walk um, for a six-month-old, for a five-and-a-half-month-old. It's pretty impressive. Um, but uh, just like project yourself and, you know, I just try and be someone I'm not. But, um, yeah, so I've moved on. So we've, we've moved on. Well, they moved me on. Um, which is a shame, but well, listen, I'm happy to. I would be happy to do breakfast Friday Monday mornings again, but it'd have to be paid a fuckload more than what I would what I was. <laughs> For but, no, but no, but have feelings. I I wish him, yeah. Jason, Lauren all the best. Um, yeah, just like a text, Jason, would be nice. <laughs> uh, from SJ Matho. three votes for the bet with mates ad, Dane. Absolutely, Group One Gold, some Kirky. Group one yeah. love the shows. Yes, you did well, Dane. Scrub um, up, all right. Well, I mean, just flat out working. That's that's the kind of goal that we that I come up with um, during my days. But yeah, that was good. That man, Jesus was cool. I filmed. We filmed that down in Sandria. Fuck, that was a cold day. Um, <laughs> whew, it was freezing. But yeah, have you seen that Brett Kirk thing? I have. Oh, did did they show it to you first? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what I might do, what I'll do for our listeners, I'll I'll, I'll retweet, I'll get to YouTube and I'll put the Brett Kirk one out, and then I'll retweet your sports sports bet ad. Just yeah, um, like. it's a shock that he's not in Channel Seven anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just like it's a shock I'm not on Breakfast Radio anymore. <laughs> Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Uh, from B, Christy, if playing AFL didn't pay your wages, what would you have done as a career in a nine to five world? Uh, I'd be fucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what I what I say when I'm when people ask this, what, what would you have done if you weren't playing footy? Well, listen, all the kids, all the little kiddies are listening. Stay in school, kids. It's important. Yeah. Um, apparently, yeah. it wasn't for me, but um, you know, uh, I wasn't. I didn't really want to go back to school. Um, I'd had twelve years of it. Wasn't. For, I plan on doing it again um, when it was optional. In going to uni, uh, I wasn't good with my hands, so like a trade or a skill like that was out. My dad was, uh, is my dad was just retired, worked on the wharf, so I would imagine that's probably where I was going, doing ship work down there. Um, so that's probably where I would have ended up. Uh, but life takes all kinds of twists and turns. Maybe I would have been a breakfast radio host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a morning guy. I'm a night owl. Um, but I guess I kind of have to be a morning person now because I have a baby that is not a that is a morning person. Is he still being selfish? He is. Yeah, he's actually he's out of the house at the moment. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so probably worked on the wharf. But but who knows? I guess if I didn't happen to play AFL, I would have had to have tried somewhere. I would have travelled a bit, but the wharf was probably the easy option. I'm was reasonably lazy at that age, so I probably would have done the easy thing and got my dad to get me a job on the wharf. Probably would have fucked that up too, so God knows what I would have done. <laughs> From official Blake Cook, sandals uh, sandals or thongs? Thongs. Thongs. Uh, so I'm old. Sandals. <laughs> <laughs> Are they yeah, stocks? Nah. You wear Gucci slides, do you, yeah. Ralph? Oh, always. Uh, from Phil, from Flemington, did you manage to avoid the Korean market? What's the Uber Eats meal of the week? I did. I did um, manage. We're actually going to go. It happened Saturday. I think we're going to go Sunday, but we didn't for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so we're going to. Well, I was actually going to go yesterday to get some fish for, for dinner, but cause it was my turn to cook, so it was a real shame when it was closed. <laughs> uh, it was a real shame. So we had leftovers, but um, I don't know if it's back over now. But we will go back there in the next when it's open to get some food. But I, I missed out. I, I, I have not been anywhere near a T one, two, or three site this ho- the whole entire COVID. Have, have any of you? No. Well, I think I leave the house less than you do. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a big leaver of the house. Um, maybe maybe it's a myth. <laughs> maybe COVID's a myth. Wow. Do you reckon if they stop? Do you reckon? If they stop testing everyone, like and just like Singapore's went on, like just completely forgot about it. If you, do you think that like that we'd have tens of thousands of random deaths? Mm, yeah, we would. Well, well, you know what? People die. Well, what they they're, they're calling it an, an anti-vaxxer wave, second wave now in America now, aren't they? I don't know, but um, not good. Do you also find it? Weird that you actually have to get tested to find out if you've got it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because I, I, I guess elderly people, like people who do like <laughs> 20 to 30, 40 year olds, I guess it's like the flu. And obviously the, a random person dies from it, but random people die from the flu, don't they? And more no, people no, but you, you, so 
just to explain it, the, the, the reason it's so important is because people can have it, hardly know they've got it, but then pass it on to people who can die from it. Oh, well, you know, circle of life. <laughs> well, person, hey, you've beaten COVID twice, so not many people can say that. And the person in Brisbane that was like the the focus of the uh, latest outbreak there, won't really call it an outbreak, she'd had both vaccinations, was wearing a mask in a green zone, and she still was a was the person of interest of being a spreader. It makes no sense. Do you think we do you think we've had do you think we come out of COVID Wednesday? Yes. There you go. Ralph you. Ralph, you say yes because you believe in logic and I believe in your logic. So if your logic rang true I would say yes. However, I don't feel like we've ever followed logic when it comes to this. So I don't know if we will. I've no so, so never be surprised when and this is not being political, but I'm just being factual. Never be surprised when politicians play politics. No. So what would Daniel Andrews love to do while Sydney's stuck in lockdown? Be the good guy. Come out. Yep, yep. So whereas previously they've heard on the side of staying in too long, um, they, let's go the extra week, let's go the extra two weeks. I think now if they can pull it out on Wednesday if there's no – because all cases are linked. I'm, I'm, and all we can do is go on the known information at the moment, so that's what I'm going on. Um, from Samantha, different Samantha, How have you spoken It does? How is he? Is he standing up at the Goldie when they release him? I have spoken to Justin. Um, you know, he's good. Well, he's good enough. Partly his kidney's not great. But, um, yeah, no, he's good. I think I think he will. Why, why on earth would you come down here? Oh. <laughs> Did you give him that advice? Yeah, I don't think he... I don't think, you know, fucking Helen Keller would give him that advice. She's fucking blind, deaf, and been I'm, dead a long time. I'm so, so proud of you for knowing um, who Helen Keller is. That is, that's a good one. Yeah, she was a myth. She wasn't. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's going well. Um, obviously, he's out for the year. He's obviously shattered about not playing first year, but I was like, mate, you haven't, he's missed eight games, I think, since he mm. since he started. And, um, you know, it doesn't look like they're going to win the flag this year. So if you're going to get hurt, he's probably missed. He's probably picked the right year to get hurt. You know what I mean? Um, doesn't have to play in a bubble again, stays up there, gets out of another Melbourne winter. Um, I doubt, I doubt he'll come back until, um, you can move freely around here, obviously, um, which fuck knows could be how long. Um, but yeah, let's see, he's good, he's in good enough spirits, he's got some good friends up there, so he's all right. Um, just take some time to heal and, um, he'll be back as better than ever, um, next season. Were you watching it live when it happened? Yeah, yeah, at Richmond, of course I was. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, um, what, what were your yeah. thoughts at the time? Because um, yeah, I, I can only compare from crappy local footy, which is all I played. But I did, did my ribs once, and I thought, "Ooh, he's in trophy." Yeah, well, obviously you don't know what you don't know. I thought yeah. it was might have been his ribs, obviously, um, but it's obviously a bit deeper than that. Um, they said he got kicked or something, so I'm not sure. Maybe it was a different. Incident, and that one was the one that brought it on. I, I, right. I don't know, but um, but yeah, it was just a big collision and nothing untoward about it or anything like that. It's just a contact sport, and these things happen, unfortunately, um, for Dustin. But you know, they probably won't. He loves playing footy, so he gets paid. They probably weren't winning the flag anyway, so probably not a bad five or six weeks to miss if you're going to miss any. Like, sit up north, get some sun, and don't be in the shithole that Victoria is at the moment. He's got something in common with the bloke that you sit on his face every night. Sam? Yeah. 
Sam Newman uh, lost a kidney. Yeah. Evil, as in, yeah, did you know that? Uh, I do now. Right, playing footy against Collingwood. He got kneed in the back and they said, just have a rest up at half time of the final. And his dad walked in to see if he was okay. He was lying there by himself in the rooms, <laughs> pissing blood. He would have, would have bled to death internally if uh, his dad didn't walk right. in to check up for him. So modern, modern medicine's uh, come on a little bit since then. Yeah, I just a smidgen. Yeah, exactly. Um, $8 for Jack Ginevan to kick two. Thoughts? That's from Marty. To kick two? Well, seeing we kick about seven goals a game, that's what a quarter of the score. Um, oh, well, I don't mind it. Give you keeps you invested in the game till the end. Um, There's that absolutely. Apparently, he I don't know. To be honest, it's the first time I've ever heard his name. Um, <laughs> when they read it out, so I don't obviously don't know much about him. But from what you hear, he's a good little goal snake. So uh, if we get it in there enough, you never know. So yeah, why not? Um, eight bucks, good. That's good enough value for a bloke who's going to play all his time inside fifty. Um, so you never know. From Tommy. How many layers of foundation does Swanee have on during his sports bet ads? <laughs> a bit harsh? Yeah, no, a bit. All right, listen, I don't ask for it. But the, the, like, they always put makeup on. I was like, listen, you can't do much with this. Put lipstick on a pig. But <laughs> the worst thing was I, I went out for lunch after it and I had fucking makeup on. It's so um, <laughs> weird, like just ev- taking everyone sort of looking at you. Um, do they know that I've got makeup on? You kind of feel like I have to explain yourself. So, mate, I don't come out of the house putting, <laughs> well, I don't know what you call it, foundation or whatever, bronze, whatever. Take it off, well, they asked me, I was like, I just wanted to get out of there, I was freezing. Um, <laughs> and lunch was but, on. Lunch yeah, exactly. But, um, I don't yeah, think he's the kind of person to have makeup wipes in his glove box. Yeah, well, they, they did say, do you want some wipes? And I was like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Um, but, yeah, makeup isn't for me. From oh, Ken, they, I guess that's what right. they do. The, the greens, I guess, but everyone gets makeup when they do telly, don't they? Yeah. Even when I was on the, even when I was on the footy show, that well, make that make you up. That's uh, that's where things have cut back a lot <laughs> from the good old days. Um, from Ken, would Ralphie still laugh even if Swanee said, "I love eggs," cracks up at everything he says? Well, you don't like eggs anyway. I oh, know that. <laughs> oh, mate, they, well, I eat with my nose and my mouth. I exactly. eat with my nose, and and they stink. I absolutely reek, so no. I like laughing. I, I used to laugh at Croft similarly when I did the old Croft and Hurdy podcast, Sam. Yeah. How's that going? Exactly. Yeah. How is Required. that going? <laughs> we enjoy your laugh, Ralph. It is it's unique to you and it brings us a chuckle as well, but um, it's not just Dane that you laugh at. We've got some proof of I that. Laugh, I laugh a lot. Yeah. Right. I'm with my daughter here. Do you know why I brought you in here? No. Right. We had a message to the Swanee pod saying, oh, you laugh at everything Dane says. Do I have a laugh that goes off a bit easily? You've got a really weird wheezing laugh. <laughs> so it isn't just Dane, is it? No, it's not just Dane. I tell the worst jokes and then Dad will do his wheezing laugh, have an asthma attack, um, and then I start laughing because he's laughing and then, like, you're a mum and so I'll be like, oh, you're laughing at your own joke, but really I'm just laughing at you, and, like, with you, not at you. I think that's where you get it from. Yeah. Back to you in the studio? Back to you in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pay her for that, well, did well, you, Ralph? So is that what dads are meant to do, Ralph? You, you give me advice, laugh at your own jokes? Is that what 
Well, I just do. I'm just saying that I laugh at people I find funny. So I find you funny, I find my daughter funny, I'd laugh easily. Not just you find, you, you, you find yourself funny because you said you know, your daughter said you laugh at your own jokes. No, no, no. She gets accused of laughing at her own jokes because when oh, I start my okay. wheezing laugh, it cracks her up. So, oh, okay. uh, and yeah. then, then the cir- circle starts. But, uh, but uh, no, no. Look, I mean, the thing with—I'm not giving you parent advice either of you two. But the thing that surprises you is that their personalities have nothing to do with you, even though you think they do. So, my, my son isn't into footy, and and my daughter is talented. So that there's two things clearly not <laughs> nothing to do with me. <laughs> there's something to look forward to there, Dane. Oh, come on. Yeah, I can tell. Um, from Vaughan, has Dane changed his thoughts on Jordan Dugowie? He looks to be having a better year. I didn't real. What thoughts did you have? Not sure. Maybe I fucked on But um, my thoughts on Jordan, yeah. yeah I think um, once he played his last four games in the middle and averaged just over 30. So, But I think like Tay said during the week, it'd be nice to have two of him, one up forward and one in the midfield. But... Um, I'm not sure why this has turned around. Maybe they've just put him in the midfield and said, listen, we're going to give you a bit of um, freedom, go around, get a kick and and do what you do best. <clears throat> instead of maybe focusing, and I could be completely wrong, but um, you know, instead of focusing on being defensive or maybe all these KPIs that that's not Jordan, go out and be Jordan and go do what makes you the best player you can be. Maybe they've done that and look, he's flourishing in the midfield, getting a heap of it. Um, yeah, we'd like him to kick more goals and set up forward, but he can't be in two places at once. So, um, yeah, it's a delicate sort of balance of where you play him. Um, you know, you'd like him to be sort of that Dustin Martin, Jake Stringer, you know, those kind of guys that have an impact in the middle, then go forward and kick, can win a game for you, kick three in the last quarter or, you know, kick a couple of big goals. So that would be ideal. Um, when did he have a contract? Mm, could, I think two more years. That's oh, okay. Because you usually start playing well. last year. Okay. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, but my thoughts are when he's at his, you know, like when it's weird when people say when he's at his best, he's one of the best. Because when everyone is, when everyone is at their best, of course they're good. But his best is better than most of the players in the AFL's best. You know, he's, he when he's at his best, he belongs in that top tier of, you know, your Dustin Martins, um, Petrarca. Stringing yeah. those kind of players, bottom players, but he obviously just doesn't. He's not consistent enough to be put in that tier yet. He's a, he's a run bloke because he doesn't have the runs on the board. So if he, if he plays, you know, has another year of that, well then he can start to put him up there. But yeah, he's a very very important player. I'd say he's probably our most important because of the way he can turn a game very very quickly. From all good, sometimes will Sam have her mum over to help out after the birth? I will. My mum's there. You go yeah, well, hopefully if help. they let her in. She's a midwife and right. she's planning on coming the week before I'm due, just in case I go a little bit early. But um, if lockdown prevents her from coming this way, she'll just come and do two weeks quarantine here and then stay for a couple of weeks after, which I'm very lucky. Stephen is most um, pleased about that. I think he thinks that it's going to give him a little bit of a – obviously it'll give us both a hand. Mum can put me in a routine. I'll put the baby in a routine. Um, yeah. But I think Stephen is most looking forward to it because – um, you know, he's got lots of nieces and nephews and stuff, but having your own baby in the beginning can be quite daunting. You don't really know which which way's up. So um, he's most looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, but we're very lucky to have my mum come over, hopefully. Fingers crossed. She's tried to get here before. And you you, you, you nodded then, Dane, when babies can be quite daunting. 
going to be quite some. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you. Um, if you could give us a list, Dane, your top 10 um, dad tips, that would be great. I'll pass them on. And I'm sure there's some listeners out there that could do with your wisdom in that department. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, right. Um, Top three? Yeah, I'd think. Top, Top one? Yeah. Top three. Don't do it. <laughs> Wear a condom. From, from, from Chris Bryson, stand or lean when wiping? Stand or lean when wiping? Lean. Lean <laughs> if you stand. If, if you stand, buddy, your butt cheeks clench together. <laughs> then you have to, then you use more force to get in there. Is this more biology? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you can stand in a squat, but then you... No, you got to lean to one side. I lean at my lean to my right. So I'm a lefty. <laughs> Are you a lefty? I'm a lefty too. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So right, but definitely with my left, apart from kick a ball, which some would say I, I don't kick either feet. But um, yeah, I'm right footed, and everything else I'm left. From Edzie. Is Dane chuffed at being as short as $41 alongside Eddie McGuire for the Pies next coaching job or a little insulted? Uh, well, you might as well be a million. You might as well, I don't even know why. Like, they might as well put me a trillion to one. I haven't had a phone call. So, um, that's it. Sort of you're you're probably me, better qualified than Ed, but I think Ed would care more. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're betting, if you're betting on me to be the next coach of the Kyle Football Club, you're just an imbecile. Um, it's just a complete waste of money. From Benno, Swanee, would you rather a foreskin for lips or lips for a knob? Well, if you're walking around in the normal world, obviously <laughs> lips for a knob. You can't be walking around with a foreskin as your face. You wouldn't go anywhere. Well, I'd be... Unless it was the norm, unless everyone had foreskin for lips, then maybe. But, mate, you walk around with clothes on, you just have to deal with it. So your lips for a knob, I don't know how that would translate into fucking regular knob activities, but um, <laughs> I'd have to make it work. From Tim O'Brien, can we bring back Dane's hypotheticals? Well, we generally ask any questions that get put to us. Except we're yeah, fine. I'm happy to. I yeah. sense for a bit when we're not in the same room together, but you you forced me to read a bad one last week. Last time we were together. <laughs> yeah. uh, from Grant, can you do a tip on the races every week? Just the best tip for the weekend. Well, well I've said a hard enough. Not me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not hiding to nothing now. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll do one in part two. And uh, and thanks to everyone. I was delighted how many people just had ten or twenty dollars each way in it. And, Hopefully they all tax themselves and exactly. like say pay it forward. Yeah. Uh, from Charlie, why is Port's line only three goals? Well, we'll get to that in part two. Um, goals now. From I, I thought the I thought What's the it? exact same thing. I thought the exact same uh, thing. I thought nineteen nineteen was eighteen wasn't enough, but now it's four. Now it's twenty four and a half. From Will Bays, why do shoes advertise as vegan? You don't need shoes, do you? What? Why do shoes advertise as vegan? Yeah, because they're not leather. What do you mean? Like, they're, they're not leather. Why don't they say they're not leather? Well, who, who eats shoes? No one eats them. But <laughs> It'd be real sick, have... sick man to just nibble on some shoes. You still, you still have to kill a cow to make uh, shoes, and that's what vegans don't like—is killing cows or whatever well, your leather shoes are made out of, whether they're crocodile or kangaroo or whatever. It's ridiculous. From Kelly, I'm running out of shows to watch in lockdown. Any new suggestions? 
Zero uh, Dane, you're watching a cracker at the moment, I believe. The Butcher? No. Um, Sexy Beast, I watched that. Sexy Beast. Oh, sorry, we had another one from uh, Andrews also asked. He wants a review of Sexy Beast. Mm-hmm. Right, it feels feels like you're on acid when you're watching that show. Um, the costumes are pretty incredible, though, but oh, man, it's, apart from the costumes, it's just you're very, very basic um, free free people go on like a speed date with the the woman or the, the fucking animal or whatever it is. <laughs> then she just picks them off one by one, then they go on a date, then they reveal each other. So it's, it's not a hell of a lot to it. It's just more the costumes and stuff that like a fucking Mandel's talking to a, a mouse or a, or a devil. It's, it's quite the trip. You need to be on acid or something to be watching it. But um, yeah, it only, I wouldn't sit down and be invested in it. Just, you know, it's 22 minute episodes. On a Dane scale out of 10, probably a, the first episode's probably like a nine because you're like, what the fuck is this? Well, the, but then it probably, the novelty will wear off pretty quick smart, I will say. Um, what am I watching at the moment? Watching um, Snowfall on, that's been four episodes. That's pretty good. Uh, that's four seasons. I've, I've tried that White Lotus. You just started that? No. no. What's that one? Well, I don't really know if it's a comedy or drama. I've watched the first two episodes. I think it's just maybe light entertainment. I, I don't really know. It's just like nothing really happens. Like it's not, I haven't laughed. I haven't cried. I haven't like been on the edge of my set. I don't really know what's going on with it. Um, what else have I watched? Well, I don't know what she, I don't know what she's watched that I haven't. Um, that I what's, have. your, what's your brown load? What's your all-time top three? My all-time top three? TV shows that, that everyone should watch. Well, because like you're talking like sitcoms or just like drama series because well I'll say The Sopranos The Wire Entourage there you go there's, there's three you should, you should binge all that and they, they they hold the test of time um, Peaky Blinders yep good idea uh, Game of Thrones is, is very good um, but you have to concentrate because there's so much shit going on and names and that it's, that's why you need, sub, you need subtitles for Game of Thrones <laughs> Peaky Blinders. Um, what else do I did I like? I can't remember. Um, Sam, what's your all timer? Well, I don't really have an all timer, but like Dane said, because there's sitcoms, there's comedies, etc. But ones that you can always go back to are things like Veep. You can't go wrong with Veep, can you? With what? Yeah, that's a sitcom. The Office you can always go back to because it doesn't age and Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Parks and Recreation and those kind of shows, even though you've watched them a million times, they're still funny and they don't age. So they're, they're always good to go back to. A couple more from Brendan. How many takes was there to finish the sports bet, Ed? <laughs> uh, no, they, they only probably did about five. They reckon I nailed it in the first couple. Oh, um, I'll get that. I don't fuck around if I need. If they, they tell me you have to do this and you're out. Bang, I'm out. Like, and there's like, lunch afterwards. Exactly. It's not like you know, we got you for three hours. Well, let's do this. It's just like when you're done, you're done. So then I'm. If I'm if that, if they dangle. If anyone dangles that carrot in front of me, like as soon as you get this done, you can go. That's like if they should have done that to me in footy. Well, like, you know, but <laughs> do you have to hang around for shit? Like they said, you just have to get this. Your weight, your cardio. And his treatment done, and then he can go home. Oliver has banged it all out and got gone home. But, um, but yeah, about five takes, I think. I think. Well, Michael, how did you manage to not bet on AFL throughout your whole career? Who said that I didn't? 
From no, no, I wouldn't. Have, um, <laughs> well, because because you're invested in a different way mm. when you're playing, um, and I obviously I've got it everything else, but you're you're invested in a different way when you um when you're playing, obviously, because you play on the weekend and, and you want to win. And then I guess the other thing is I only bet on footy now when I'm watching it. So if I was playing on a Saturday, I'd be out Saturday night and Sunday, so I wouldn't be at home to watch it. Out of uh, out of Walshy, um, Ed and Nathan, if I got my timeline right, who what was the trifecta of going off their head when the uh, when the uh, Nick Maxwell Heath Shaw bet went on come through? Well, Ed was always number one. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a given. Um, I think I think Nick was the coach then. Oh, oh okay, right. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't sure about yeah. the timeline. Pretty sure it was Mick. Um, I would say Ed, probably, uh, Walshy, depending, if Walshy liked you, it was sort of okay. Yeah. You'd call you, yeah, you're a fucking idiot and you'd cop it, but you wouldn't cop a huge rap. Like, you get punished in that, but he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't, like, send you to the Nordic or not talk to you for two weeks, you know what I mean? He'd just yeah. deal with you and go, you're a fucking idiot. Man's man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... And Mick was a bit the same. Like, he just spray. But Ed was obviously number one. The other two, depending on who you were, you know, while she had good relationship, while she and Mick obviously had a really good relationship with Nick and Heath, so they wouldn't have, they would have cop they copped their punishment, but they weren't outcast by the footy club because of it, if you know what I mean. Last one from Nelson. Dane, would you rather play a game in the twos or be a medical sub? Well, the obvious answer is do you get paid for being a medical sub? Yes. Well, wow, that's a no-brainer. In the part one. If you get matches, yeah. In the part one. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 